Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode like I always am because I love being able to get on here and encourage your hearts in the Lord, share what God has been speaking to my heart, what he's been doing in my life. And my hope and prayer is always that when you listen to these podcasts that you just fall more in love with him and that somehow, some way through my words that I would push you closer to his heart. And so Right now, I am currently sitting in the promised land, the modern-day promised land known as Tennessee. I've been here for several days. I'm getting ready to head out here shortly to head back to Michigan and just thought it would be so fun and appropriate to record while I'm still here and just share what God has been doing over this weekend in my life and just encourage your hearts. And so I'm going to pray really quick and then we'll dive right into the conversation. So God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for every person who is listening to this podcast. God, I pray that somehow, some way, my words would encourage their hearts that I would push them closer to yours. In Jesus' name, amen. So God is so good. God is so good. So several months ago, a few months ago, I was going to say February. That's like a few and several months ago at the same time, which doesn't really make sense. So anyway, at the beginning of this year, I heard about a conference that was happening down here in Tennessee, and I immediately got like so excited about it because it, uh, it was a conference being put on by Lisa Harper. And if you know me at all, you know I love that woman. I follow her ministry, and I'm just so thankful for what she is doing for the kingdom and the way that she is encouraging and inspiring other women in ministry to chase hard after the call of God on their lives. And so uh, really, really connected with her probably a few years ago. And just a quick side track story about that. I actually heard her speak for the first time, I believe in 2016 at a Propel Women's Conference. And that was with Christine Kane. And I remember thinking like, I don't really care much for her. I didn't start following her on social media. I didn't get any of her books, nothing like that. I was just like, meh, kind of indifferent about her. And then a few years later, I saw her, she was speaking again at another conference. And I remember thinking like, I wasn't really like super excited to hear her speak or anything. But after she got done speaking, I was like, I love her. I was like, God, why, why did I not like her? Not that I didn't like her, but I didn't really just, I just didn't really care much for her a few years before that. And, um, the Lord spoke to my heart it's because she's a lot like you and you didn't love yourself at that time. And that was like an arrow to my heart. And I realized how broken I was during that time. And and she was in a place of ministry and walking in the fullness of her gifts. And those gifts, a lot of are a lot of the same gifts that I have in ministry and humor and things and, and just a crazy amount of joy. And I was so broken at that time and really running from my gifts, hiding my gifts, burying my gifts. And so I saw her walking in the fullness of them and didn't even realize that I 
was running from my own. And so now that I'm in a place of healing and wholeness and, and we never arrive, God is always doing a work in us and, and continually conforming us to the pattern of his image. And so none of us have ever arrived, but I'm in a much healthier place than I was back then. And so I began following her, reading her books and just absolutely love her. So when she was putting on this conference that was specifically curated toward women who teach the word, which is my heart and passion, I immediately wanted to go. And, um, I just asked the Lord, I just told him my desires. And so that's a word for some of you. If there's something that you're believing for desiring, like share your desires with the Lord and you're probably going to find out that those desires are put there by him to begin with. And so I just began sharing my desires with the Lord and prayed to like, God, I really want to go. My desire is to be there. Just ask you to provide the finances for me to be able to go. And within a few weeks or maybe even a matter of days, honestly, I received birthday money, which what 30 some year old girl gets money for their birthday. That's like not normal. I got unexpected book sales and I needed $100 was all I needed to pay for the rest of the conference. And so, um, so I was speaking at a church, like totally started my brain started 100 ways because I'm a spiderweb thinker and talker. And so sometimes I derail, but back on track. So I was preaching at a church or ministering at a church that Sunday. And I'd asked the Lord on the way there. I'm like, God, I'm believing that somehow, some way I'm going to get the rest of that money today. And I'm not kidding. After service, I was ministering, sharing my story and the word that God put on my heart and everything. And a woman came up to me afterwards, put money in my hand, closed my fist and walked away. And I just put it in my purse because obviously I'm going to look at it. Well, that's kind of awkward. So I waited till I got in my car and I looked and sure enough, I I knew it was going to be a hundred dollar bill and it was exactly what I needed. So I was able to buy the ticket and plan to come down. And then it was a matter of, okay, now I need finances for a place to stay. And I just always trust the Lord. If he wants me to be somewhere, his word promises that he equips us for every good work. So when he's calling us to do something, we don't have to fear lack. We don't have to worry about provision because he is so good. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. And so every good and perfect gift comes from him. And so I was just trusting him. I wasn't anxious or worried about it at all. I was just like, all right, Lord, um, believe it, I'll find like a an affordable Airbnb or, or something. And a woman actually got on our private group chat for the conference and said, hey, I have a home in the area. I'm near the church if anyone's looking for a place to stay. And so that is actually where I'm at right now in her home. And she was so gracious and kind to let me stay a few extra days after the conference because I had three church services for the ministry that I'm part of down here in the area during this weekend too. So God worked it all out so that I was able to do all of those things while I was already here. Praise God. So the conference itself was incredible. And I just want to encourage you, like I know some of you may even hear like, what, you had to pay a bunch of money to go to this? It really was not that much. It was well worth every penny and probably more than I even spent. And I think for anyone, I just want to throw this out there for anyone who might be listening, that's like, you know, people shouldn't charge for the things cost money. It costs money to put on events like this. And there's, there's cost that goes into it. So don't, don't have, I want to encourage you, don't have that attitude, but I came down for the conference, was able to stay here, and 
This conference was life-changing, and that's another word I want to encourage you with, is to invest in yourself. If you know God has called you into a specific arena or different things, find conferences, find trainings. Like It is not selfish. It's actually going to make your ministry and what God has called you to better because you need to continue growing yourself. We never arrive, and it's so important that we don't look at it as as just like, okay, I've arrived and I'm here and now I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. We have to keep growing and learning and staying teachable. That is so important that we stay teachable. And that's been one of my prayers forever is God continue cultivating in me a teachable spirit. I don't ever want to feel like I know everything. And trust me, after this weekend, I was well aware of the fact that I do not know everything. There is never a place of arrival. We will always be able to dive deeper into the word and learn more about our faith and more about who God is because he is so infinite and so just mighty and majestic. And I'm just in awe of him. And I felt like this weekend for me just ignited the fire in me, the passion in me for his word and for his presence more than it already was there. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to come down and hear from some of the best theologians and scholars and Bible teachers. And it was just a beautiful thing because of the way that it was presented and that, you know, I think a lot of women that came down were a little intimidated, like, what is this? Is this going to be way over our head? And it wasn't. It was just, it was just refreshing, encouraging and inspiring. So I want to encourage you again, find things to go to, to refuel your own faith, to keep fanning those gifts that are inside of you fanning them into flame, stirring up the gifts that are inside of you. It is so important that we not only discover what the gifts are that are inside of us, that God has put there. God has given all of us gifts. And I pray right now, even as you're listening to this, that God would begin revealing gifts that are inside of you that you don't even know are there. And it's so important that we not only discover those gifts, but that we use them because I'm telling you what God has put inside of you, the world needs. And I think it's so easy for us to look at the gifts and the things that we're maybe naturally good at that just come easy to us and to take it for granted or not think that there's anything special about it. Like there are so many things that I'm thinking of even in my own life, things that I'm just naturally gifted at that, you know, sometimes I'm honestly caught off guard when people comment about them or compliment them because I'm thinking like this is doesn't everybody have this or use this or what's so special about it but I want to tell you that what you carry what God has put inside of you is special and it is needed and so my prayer for you is that you would just recognize those gifts and that you would ask God to show you how to steward those gifts because the gifts that are inside of you can be perverted and what I mean by that is you can use them for their unintended purposes. You can use those gifts that are inside of you for unintended purposes. And there's so many people who maybe have singing gifts or gifts of organization, or there's so many different different gifts and talents. And I just named a couple of them because the list is inexhaustible. There's so many people that are walking out their God-given gifts, but not for their intended purposes. And so I want to encourage you to ask the Lord, first of all, to reveal anything inside of you. If there are any gifts inside of you that you don't even know are there, that he would show you those, that you would be able to discover those. And then you would ask him, God, how do you want me to use these gifts for your glory to advance the kingdom, to push back darkness? Because I promise you probably all of us have things that we are not even aware of and that we're not using to their full potential and some of us are even walking in I feel like that's a word for us too that a lot of us are walking in our giftings but 
there's more. There's always more. There's always increase. And and even now as I'm talking, I'm just imagining the the scripture that talks about how God will enlarge our tents. And so just that expansion and that impact that God wants to have in and through your life. And I think it's so important that we that we surrender our hearts to him, that we give him our fresh yes. That has been one of my prayers lately, like one of my constant prayers. God, I give you my fresh yes today. God, use me in the ways that you want to use me. God, I don't want to leave this earth with anything undone. I want to fulfill every purpose and plan you have for my life. And I've shared this a million times, but I'll share it again. I think often about life and how it is but a vapor. The Bible says it is but a vapor. We just have a short time on this earth. The Bible says that it's appointed for a man to die once and then the judgment. And so we will all stand before God and we'll give an account for our lives. And that is not to put this fear inside of you. If anything, I pray that it puts a tenacity and a fervency inside of you to do everything that God has called you to do. And so when I stand before him, I want to be able to say like my favorite quote, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left in me. And I could say I used everything you gave me. And and I think about it often about how many people, like I just wonder how many people live their whole lives so distracted with the cares of this world, with the busyness of life, and they never even fulfill what God has for them. And I want to throw out a disclaimer right off the bat. I know a lot of you follow my life, my my new ministry platform God has given me called Journey with Janice and 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 it's been an adventure. This season of my life is nothing short of an adventure. And, you know, a lot of times on social media, you see the highlight reels, but you don't see the tear-stained pillows and you don't see the spiritual warfare. I promise you it is not all glitz and glam, but I'm in a really good season of life. And I'm so thankful, even right now, sitting in Tennessee and what I affectionately call the promised land and just being able to do what God's called me to do. But I wonder how many of us go through our lives and and we don't fully step into that place. And I want to encourage you with all of that to not get into comparison. And, and that's not even necessarily a jealous thing. Well, I wish that my ministry looked like hers or I wish that I was doing what he is doing. Not even like that, but it could be even a thing of feeling like what you're doing because it doesn't look like what someone else is doing, that it's ineffective and that, it, and that it's invaluable. But I want to promise you that what you have, what God has called you to do is valuable. Maybe that's just getting some women together for a night of prayer and hosting them in your home. Maybe it's um, something I did last year. I, I organized a women's retreat for women in ministry. So it was pastors and pastor's wives and ministry, uh, worship leaders and just got them together and we had just a refreshing weekend together. So let God be creative through you and what that looks like. And don't think it has to look a certain way. And also don't be afraid if God puts something on your heart that you've never seen done before. Don't be afraid to step into that. And I just release right now, even a spirit of boldness over you encourage to do things that maybe you have no grid for. Maybe you're like, I've never seen anyone do this. God, is this actually you? I promise it probably is because he is such an infinite God and so creative. I mean, he created everything. Just look around, look around you right now and whatever is in front of you and know that God created it. He created the leaves that are like I'm looking out the window right now, there's leaves on the tree that are blowing in the wind. And just to think that he is so intricate and so detailed and that he delights in every detail of your life. 
And just know that you are so loved. You are so loved. And the scriptures say that his thoughts for you outnumber the sand of the sea. And my friend Jen, love her. Shout out to her if she listens to this. And even if she doesn't, shout out to her. I love her. Excuse me. But she had taught at a women's retreat a few years ago. She brought a little baggie, like a sandwich baggie of sand. And we were just examining just the grains of sand in that small little bag. And then she taught on how the scripture says that his thoughts for us outnumber the sand of the sea, like all the shores and all the earth. Like he is, you were constantly on his mind. And it's, it's hard for us to grasp that with our human minds that we have a God who created everything, who breathed the stars into existence, who spoke things into existence, and that he actually cares about you that he cares about you, that he takes great delight in you. The Bible says that he rejoices over you with singing, that he surrounds you with songs of deliverance. He is such a good God. And I also want to tell you with that, that those thoughts he thinks toward you are good thoughts. The thoughts he thinks toward you are good. He loves you with an everlasting love. And I just pray that somehow, some way today that you would just grasp more fully, because I don't think we ever could fully grasp it, the love of God, the love of God, that there's nothing in all of creation that could separate you from that love. And when you begin to walk in that love relationship with him, you will want to do the things he's called you to do. The Bible says, Jesus told people, Jesus said this, is there Jesus words in the gospel books that if you love me, you'll keep my commands. And the Bible says that his commands are not burdensome. They are not burdensome. And it's so easy to think like, oh, the Bible and and God's ways, it's, it's, it's just a list of rules or do's and don'ts. And that is so not true. The Bible says that his grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness. When you are walking and living in that grace, you don't even want to do the things that don't please him. You don't want to live your life in a God, ungodly way. You want to live godly. You want to live holy and set apart. And so my prayer is that you just fall more in love with him today, that you take time even after you're done listening to this podcast Shut your phone off, shut your laptop off, the TV off, and just sit with him even for a few minutes and just tell him, God, I love you. I love you, God. You are so good. You are so faithful. And those are things I'm constantly reminding the Lord. And trust me, he knows. He knows who he is. But as I'm saying those things, I'm reminding my own heart that he is good. And so in those moments where life gets hard and trials come, that I can just cultivate that that reminder in my own heart of his faithfulness and his goodness and the fact that he never changes. That is one of my favorite attributes about God is the fact that his character is constant and he does not change like the shifting shadows. That's what James says. He does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I will forever live my life for him and trust him and encourage others to do the same because he is faithful and he is worth it. Anything, anything that we could sacrifice quote unquote sacrifice for the Lord is worth it. There's a quote by Jody Hughes. Go follow her if you don't. I love that woman. I love her ministry. I love her books. And her quote is, it's from one of her books that I read. I think it's called The King's Decree. So highly endorse that book, life-changing. And she said, I knew this call would cost us everything, but everything is nothing compared to this, um, but everything is nothing in service to the living king. And so there's no sacrifice that we could ever give, whether that's time or money, attention, whatever that is, that we sacrifice for the Lord that he isn't worthy of. He's worthy of so much more than we could ever give him. And so I'm going to close out this podcast in prayer. Would love to connect with you. Follow me on social media. My Instagram is 
the journey with Janice Facebook. I'm just Janice Regal. You can see how to spell my name in the show notes, I'm sure. And just connect with me. Would love to pray for you. I know that God is doing something in this season. And I know a lot of people I've been talking to just feels like God's kind of been quiet. And and I promise you that he is working. Like the song says, that even when I don't see it, you're working. God is working. And his word says in Romans 8, 28, that he promises to work all things together for our good. And so like the song that Corey Asbury said, if the story isn't good, the story isn't over. God is writing your story. So I encourage you to just prophetically put down the pen of your life and let him write it because he will write the best story for you. And so some of you maybe even need to literally find a pen and just as an a prophetic act, an act of just activation to lay the pen down. I'm going to do that when I hang up from or when I stop recording to just put the pen down and say, God, I trust you. I trust you to write my story. I trust that your plans for me are only ever good and that you are faithful to fulfill every one of your yes and amen promises because you are good. And I, um, I won't believe anything less of him because, because I know him and I, um, have seen his faithfulness, his unending faithfulness. So let's pray. Would love, like I said, to connect with you, reach out to me. Would love to know how I can pray with you. And trust me, I do these podcasts not just so I can hear myself talk. I don't do it so I can hear myself talk. I do it because I love encouraging your hearts and I want to just push you closer to him and would love to connect with you and um, encourage you and pray with you if you need that. And um, yeah, so feel free to reach out. Father God, thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for every person who will listen to this episode. God, I pray that you would strengthen them with might and their inner man, Lord, more than anything. I pray that they would fall more in love with you. God, I pray for those weary hearts who are listening. God, I just declare, put a, put your hand over your heart as you're listening to this. God, I pray, I pray a prayer of refreshing over them. God, I pray that you would refresh their hearts. Your word says that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us and that times of refreshing come in your presence. So God, we praise you today. We glorify you. We magnify you, Jesus. And God, I ask that you continue doing that new thing that you're doing in this season. God, we say yes. We perceive it. We thank you, God, for your goodness, your faithfulness, your kindness, your grace, your mercy. We call you good. In Jesus' name, amen. 